Hey, this is JT. Welcome to another episode of The Critical Thought. Today's episode will deal with undoubtedly the hottest political topic that's being discussed. COVID-19 vaccination and Jehovah's Witnesses. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. I think it's important that before we get started, that we set the table. We want to just take a look back at what Jehovah's Witnesses have said about vaccinations. And this is what they said. The Golden Age, February 4th, 1931, page 293. Vaccination is a direct violation of the everlasting covenant that God made with Noah after the flood. So we see the Watchtower said that taking vaccinations was a violation of the divine will of God. Well, they held that view until they realized it was going to start costing them some money. So as always, the Watchtower changes its teachings whenever they're going to have to spend money for certain types of teachings. And today, Jehovah's Witnesses can choose whether or not they want to take vaccinations. So we have seen a doctrine go from literally the word of God, a violation of it, to now it's up to you as an individual. It's amazing how God always keeps an eye on his money. Today we know the conversation about taking COVID vaccinations, they run the entire gamut. We have family, friends, relatives, next door neighbors, everybody. It's something that everybody discusses and it's a political thing. What's interesting is Jehovah's Witnesses have actually always wanted to participate in political conversations, but they couldn't. They always had to keep their thoughts, their views, their opinions, literally to themselves. And yet they actually wanted to talk about what they see going around in their countries, in their neighborhoods that involve politics. Well, the witnesses would look at the nations and people around and see the different views that people have. And they would say, look, see, they're, they're not unified. They're, they're not together. Well, it's really people giving their opinions on things. But you know what? Now it looks like there's problems in paradise. You see, now Jehovah's Witnesses are starting to give their political views on politics. And you see, it's not just the rank and file. It's actually the elders. And this is the reason for our video this evening. The Watchtower has realized we've got to step in and say something about this. The Watchtower is going to give some instructions to elders in many areas this week that deals with that very subject. And we wanted to share it with you as we look at it, because what it does, it will give us an insight to literally what is happening in this organization today. Let's get started. Paragraph one. As a result of the ongoing pandemic, secular authorities in an increasing number of lands are mandating or strongly encouraging that their citizens be vaccinated for COVID-19. The recent governing body updates have helped Jehovah's people understand the thinking of the faithful slave on this matter. Did you catch that conclusion? They want the elders to know what is the thinking of the faithful and discreet slave. They didn't say the thinking of the Bible. They didn't say the thinking of God but the thinking of the faithful and discreet slave. And who is the faithful and discreet slave? That's right, 
Tony Morris and his seven colleagues. Now we get into the meat of this announcement for the elders in paragraph two. Branch offices have reported that some elders have voiced strong personal opinions against COVID-19 vaccination. You know, this provides us with some very interesting insight to what's actually taking place in the organization today. This issue has reached the level of branch offices, and these branch offices are sending in correspondence all the way back to the headquarters about what they see is going on. Elders are expressing their personal political views on COVID-19 vaccinations. This involves some very, very high-level meetings. Think about how the process takes place. Local congregations, circuit overseers are involved. Letters are being written to Warwick. And then meetings are being held where this is a high-level discussion. And the Watchtower says, we have got to get on this. We cannot have any elders expressing any kind of political views. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because it really drives home the point that the organization is losing control of its people. This would have been unthinkable years ago, but now they can't control these people. You know, it lets us know that these problems that they're having, they're internal. This is not people on the outside. This is internal problems. As we often say, there's trouble in paradise, and that's what's going on. This report that comes in, it is used now to put together this announcement that is going to be shared with elders in many locations around the world. Why is this of concern? Romans 13, 1 says that the existing authorities stand placed in their relative positions by God. Also, the study note on Romans 13, 5 says, a Christian submits to human governments when a command does not contradict God's laws. Romans 13 verse 2 states, Whoever opposes the secular authority has taken a stand against the arrangement of God. When I read that, all I could think of is what we often say here at Critical Thinkers. Nobody does hypocrisy quite like the Watchtower. Here we see the Watchtower invokes the importance and the need to obey the superior authorities, especially if it doesn't violate the will of God. Can you imagine if they had applied that same principle to those child abuse cases when they had to pay $4,000 a day? And why? Because they were not being obedient to the superior authorities. But notice what they go on to say. Thus, elders should be careful not to voice personal opinions that contradict direction from the superior authorities. So we see they tell the elders, keep your personal opinion to yourself. In other words, keep your mouth shut. But you know, once again, it's ironic that these are the very individuals who's talking about personal opinions. Notice what the Watchtower themselves say about personal opinions. The November 1st, 1931 Watchtower, page 327. The Watchtower is not the instrument of any man or any set of men, nor is it published according to the whims of men. No man's opinion is expressed 
in the Watchtower. Can you believe that? They make the claim that the Watchtower contains no human opinion. Nobody gives their opinion more than the Watchtower does. It's always two sets of scales. But notice what they go on to say. If an elder has been doing so, now is the time to stop. Otherwise, he could become guilty of causing divisions in the congregation. Did you see that? The Watchtower is letting all the elders know that you will be disfellowshipped for causing divisions in the congregation. But notice they go on to make some interesting points in the following paragraph. At Romans 16, 17, elders are admonished, keep your eye on those who create divisions and causes for stumbling, contrary to the teaching that you have learned, and avoid them. Thus, elders have a scriptural responsibility to counsel any, including fellow elders, who cause divisions in the congregation. Circuit overseers will closely monitor the situation. We commend you brothers for holding firmly to God's word, promoting unity in the congregation, and taking the lead in showing honor to the secular authorities. We thank you for your cooperation in this matter, and we take this opportunity to send our warm Christian love. So they're letting everybody know people will be keeping an eye on you. Can you imagine the environment that this is going to create within congregations? And you know how it is in the world of Jehovah's Witnesses. They take it to the extreme. Brother just says coat, and all of a sudden, they got him in the back room. This is going to be very interesting to see how this is accepted by elders when they're told to basically keep your mouth shut. Can you imagine a bank upper management, president, vice president, senior vice president? Generally, they would monitor the tellers to make sure that they're not taking any money. Now you have to have somebody monitor the president and the vice president and the senior vice president. In other words, you have to have someone monitor the monitors. Can you imagine how the elders are going to feel? How will this be done? How will the circuit overseer monitor people? Is he going to simply ask someone, is brother so-and-so saying anything? Did you, did you hear brother so-and-so say? That's what it's going to be like. It's going to be a lot of whispering going on. And this is the way this organization, because of the way it's built, this is what they get. This is what they will get. We are literally watching this organization fall apart is what we're watching. And because people have access to information and knowledge, like today, we know this because they cannot control the flow of information. And so the elders are basically being told, sit down, be quiet, keep your mouth shut. The elders have always monitored the congregation. Now the organization is telling the elders, we're going to have to monitor you. And we want you to monitor each other. And we're going to have the circuit overseer making sure that the situation is taken care of. This is going to create an interesting environment. This week, they will get this letter. They will go over it this week. And how they will respond is going to be interesting. As you know, there are many elders right now who are on the edge, ready to leave anyway. For some, this will probably be their last straw. They will leave. They'll turn in their flock book and call it a day. We are literally looking at the internal workings of this organization and the struggle that it has as more and more people are beginning to literally just express their opinions, good or bad. 
So it's going to be interesting to see how the organization deals with having Jehovah's Witnesses and especially elders who are starting to express political views, something that the organization has never tolerated. What is so interesting, this will not be shared with the rank and file Jehovah's Witness. If you are not an elder, you will never hear about this letter. So all the friends and the congregations, they will think everything is flowing smoothly, when in reality, the Watchtower has all kinds of things going on back in the back room. This has been JT. See you in the next video. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.